Hey. <laughs> Hi. Whoa. Whoa. Nice to see you. Happy uh, 2024. Actually, Happy New Year. Crazy. We back. We're back. We had a great Christmas and New Year's. Um, um, oh. Do you got, well, there's a lot of updates that need to happen because yeah. the Christmas miracle did, in fact, grace Jill's house. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. We did put all the lights up. Oh, we did a small segment of Santa's Hung Bros, which <laughs> insert that here. Hey guys, so we haven't seen you since 2020 and we've just been really busy building up our business over the last couple of years, but we're back at the house that started it all. And we just <laughs> wanted to introduce you guys to um, our window approach for hanging lights. Most of the time you'll see people use these huge honker ladders. <laughs> and uh, so uh, the window approach is actually a staple here at Santa's Bros. <laughs> <laughs> the staple here at Santa's Hung Bros because not only does it let us come into the house and get a feel for your vibe so that we can make sure we're matching the inside vibe with the outside vibe, but um, it's it's also just the safest route. We don't want anyone falling off the roof. What a bummer that would be for your Christmas season. So the lights we're going with today are gonna be 25 clear incandescent C9 lights and that's gonna be really important for the look of the house. Um, they're 275 wattage. I think um, we've all performed double screw before and sometimes you regret it and sometimes it's the best decision you've ever done. <laughs> if you'll notice, this is actually a triple female and while that sounds terrifying in real life, <laughs> while that sounds terrifying in real life, it's actually the most safe route you're gonna want for hanging your Christmas mites. So go ahead, don't be shy. Insert. <laughs> So with my previous uh, career as an electrician, before I really got into Santa's Hung Bros, I usually handle uh, the extension cords. <laughs> Jacob, why don't you take a step back and see if our job is a job well done? I'm pretty good. This works. Right. Ready in three, two, one. Awesome. <laughs> This is Workwives Unscripted. We're your hosts, Jill and Katie, and we know absolutely everything there is to know about business. We invented business and we're stupid rich. We heard you and we get it. We finally made the podcast. So get your notepad out, sweetie. We're about to change your life. <laughs> Obviously we're kidding. Well, of course we want to dominate. Business doesn't always have to be taken so seriously. This is the podcast you can turn on when you want encouragement, relatability, and a splash of humor. We're the work wives you never knew you needed. So let's start with the lay of the land. What's our plan today? Yes. Where are we headed? What are we doing? So mm -hmm. last year, oh. <laughs> Jill and I <laughs> bought uh a little course by our girl. We were saying, Catherine Zinkina, please. Manifestation, babe. <laughs> we just, we promote all your Sponsor products. Sponsor us already. Come um, on. Yeah. We bought Vision Board Alchemy, mm -hmm. which is essentially a tiny little master class on vision boarding. Mm -hmm. Who knew there was a thing? Mm -hmm. um, and we assigned each other the homework before this episode to go through that course, mm -hmm. make our vision boards, establish our 2024 goals. And Jill talked about it last week a little, but we wanted to save it for our New Year's episode to really break all these down. So that's what we're going to do today. Mm -hmm. We're going to introduce the concept of human design to you because it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. We're going to show each other our vision boards in Live React because we haven't seen them yet. <laughs> so oh my <laughs> God! No, <laughs> that was insane. It's so ugly. <laughs> um, 
let's start with our would you rather. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a good one. How have we ever seen it? Did you come up with it? <laughs> no. <clears throat> I'm sorry for how gross this one is. This is going to be narrow. But gross. it's good. I mean, I, you got to <laughs> do it at some point. Would you rather clog the toilet on a first date or on a plane? And just to explain a little more the context, first date, it's at their house. Okay. End of the night, you just had a great dinner. You go back to his house, go to the bathroom really quick, clog his toilet. There's no one else it could possibly be. <laughs> Date went great. Actually, did you hear the story about this? Someone, no. I can't remember. I think I read an article. This happened to a girl. Oh and no. she literally grabbed her shit with toilet paper and put it in her purse. In her purse? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she didn't. Which I'm like, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. Oh, what my. Would, I would never leave a shit in the toilet on a first date, ever. I like, think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of options there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think there's a lot of options. Okay, let's talk through the first date scenario first. What what are your options? You're in the bathroom. First you're like, date scenario, fuck. you're at someone's house. Uh-huh. Everything's gone wrong. Uh, obvious <laughs> options. You're rummaging every cabinet, looking for a plunger somewhere. Yeah, you're figuring this shit out. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Literally. the I'm taking the lid off. <laughs> I'm I am like fully going toilet mechanic on it. Yeah, that's the what first if step. what if. What if mm-hmm. I think you can really lean into some acting roles here, play it up and maybe shoot them like <laughs> a risky text. Okay. What Ooh. if you're like playing it off? Like, Oh, you're like you really like your bed this right guy. now. Yeah. I'm freshening up. You like this guy. You're f- figuring it out. You want to take it a step further. Okay. No, because you're just delaying him seeing it though. Cause no, then not, al- not always, not always, not always. I have multiple okay, options okay, here. Okay. 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 The freshen up thing is one. You can turn on the shower, like really save yourself some time. He's just like, are you showering? You're like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I am. (laughs) It's like, why? (laughs) Just really introduce some weird quirks. You either come off. (laughs) Psychotic. Psychotic and fully showering. Getting fully ready changing into laundry that takes a long time to put on he but doesn't know what's happening he doesn't just know to, just to buy you time yeah okay and just what, to buy what are you gonna do with that time though <laughs> like the shit's still there there's gonna be things to figure out so i'm saying buying time if he, he, he ha- is staying in the house there could be another way where you have him like go pick you up something or go get oh, something smart. where it's like oh like i don't know anything for but the that's bedroom so obvious if you're just like hey <laughs> Jimmy, no. can you, you <laughs> some ice cream? No. Oh, you're not shouting. <laughs> That's immediately taking any sort of potential intimacy away to shout <laughs> from a state. Your voice is going to be in a state of panic. There's no way you're going to be able to maintain a good level voice during that. I really you need to send a text that no, gets that's them so thinking. obvious. They're like, why no. are you texting me from the bathroom? Are you shitting? Like, you can't be in there for longer than five minutes without them knowing you're shitting. I don't know. I this don't is know. what I would do, okay? I would rush out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man in the shower. <laughs> Get out! Get murdered! <laughs> oh, I, <turned> <laughs> I would be like, oh my god, I just remembered there's a festival tonight. Like, let's go. Oh my god, let's go. It'd be so fun. Come on! Get out! Get out the door! It's He's about to start! And then you just <laughs> rush him out of the room. Rush him out! <laughs> 
start solving any problems. You're going to get him out of the house and then he's going to And then you're going to call someone to say, get in this man's house and go plunge this shit out while I'm at the carnival with him. And I have to find a carnival what? right now, by the way. <laughs> That is introducing so many problems. He's going to have a ring. There's going to be cameras there. They're going to see an intruder. I say, you got to play this shit off. Either way, there's going to be some a serious level of acting involved. Yeah, I would say what that poor girl did of putting shit in your purse would be my sense. last option. I, I would maybe put it in my purse and then dump it out the window or something. Like, you got to get it out of the purse as fast as you can. <laughs> You're just like... What? walking out with a wretched person you're like um can i just crack your window a little just go Dump out your purse out of his window oh my god that sounds has to be miserable or yeah maybe or you, you gaslight them <laughs> how it's like did you you someone left a shit in here <laughs> ew like when did why would you not you flush <laughs> That's disgust. I cannot date a man that does that. That has that level of cleanliness. <laughs> that's true. You could gaslight. That's not a bad. <laughs> that's not a bad option. That is so sad. Do you though. have They're a cat? Like or <laughs> <laughs> did you train your dog to use the toilet? That's He's cute, like, but I like know. gross. You feel like he would still know, <laughs> even if you gaslit him. I feel like he'd be like, "I would never leave a shit in my toilet." Oh my god! Actually, no. A guy would do that. You would leave a shit in your toilet. No, I wouldn't. Oh. I'm saying a guy would do. That. <laughs> absolutely not jill no you wouldn't um you just bum rush them you go out there you bum rush them or you just you start making out okay i just and then you say um can you you know what gets me really turned on jimmy (laughs) is ice cream Mm -hmm. and if you wanted to go pick some up i can freshen up and change for when you get back there we go and then he's like absolutely hold on i'm just gonna go to the bathroom really quick <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, no <laughs> no trip and trip no. by the ankles knock him out <laughs> knock him out with a trophy <laughs> pour <laughs> his body and move to a different country that is you the only <laughs> that's it that's it that's all you gotta do every other every other thing we've proposed has a hole in it there's a hole in the story there you, just gotta, <laughs> you gotta kill him <laughs> okay okay uh, so there's that or the plane awful. plane it's still awkward you're still walking out someone's waiting and you're just like um don't go with me <laughs> i feel like you could just she's like i i'm sick i'm, <laughs> I'm sick i'm gonna be honest i'm, I'm sick gonna honest. it's gonna make you Someone's got to get me off of here. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> At that point, you just like ma- make yourself seem really sick. Yeah. So then they just feel ultra bad for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like it's 15 seconds of embarrassment, but you don't know them. You're never going to see It's not again. a first date. You know, you're just like, you know what? I have you ever <laughs> you ever been sick on a plane? Because <laughs> what you're about to see <laughs> What I that suggest was. you just turn around and shit your own pants. It's got to be better than dealing with that. Be better than going in there. <laughs> God. Or you wait out the entire plane ride in the bathroom. 
that happened to me when I actually got sick not shitting. I was throwing up. Remember when we were coming back from Mexico? Oh my the whole plane deplaned. And I was still throwing up in the bathroom. Throwing up in the bathroom, yeah. The plane turned off. I remember (laughs) the sound of the plane turning off and being like, Oh we had to get a wheelchair for you. Yeah, that was embarrassing. That was rough. That was really rough. I was laying in the aisle and some random man was like (laughs) comforting me. (laughs) I think and I think that my dad was. Well, still your there. dad was also comforting oh. me, but also <laughs> some like doctor on the plane. Oh my god! Yeah, you just wait out the entire plane ride, and then, well, no, because then the pilot's gonna see, and that's worse. Someone's gonna have to deal with it, and that's a really big issue. Yeah, I mean that's 15 seconds of embarrassment of someone you'll probably never see again. I'll take that over the first date any day. Here's a question: Can a pl- can a toilet even get clogged on a plane? It's like a, on the whole, it's a, a, whole, a whole black hole that just shoots you <laughs> in all the shit into the abyss. It's true. I think that Where does shit go on planes? There's no There's way it just be goes out sort of like into nasty the sky. <laughs> okay, you said shoots out into the abyss. Well, like it, when you look down, it's just a black hole, but it's probably yeah. into like a huge a tank. septic tank. Yeah. That's gross. You're just flying around with all that. Yeah. Um, Definitely choosing that option. The plane. Mm-hmm. You could also gaslight in that scenario too. You could be like, "Yeah, it was like that when I got in there too. D- d- I was just washing my hands. <laughs> I just had to piss. a zit to pop. I don't know. <laughs> I just um, had to piss. <laughs> like so, <laughs> just go on for so long. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first date sounds pretty gnarly, and I think it depends on how the gate, <laughs> how the date's going. Um, okay, great. <laughs> Awesome. Um, okay, let's get into a little bit about our goals. Since we told you guys all the goals that we did not ma- manifest last yes. year, mm-hmm. we're going to be just as delusional this year and talk about <laughs> the goals that we're still going to believe that we can do this year, mm-hmm. and we'll see. Yeah. And then we're also going to share vision boards. Yep. And I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. So <coughs> what were your thoughts? I mean, have you done vision boards before? I've never done a vision board in my life. Okay. Also, <coughs> normally I hate New Year's goals. Yeah. Like I, it, this is the last podcast. Yeah. Or last January when we started our podcast, you talked about how you weren't a New Year's goal kind of gal. No, this is the first year I've ever actually liked this process and been like, oh, I'm actually excited to set goals for 2024 and excited to think about it and like really pick a direction Mm -hmm. so it's I don't know what changed in me but it's been fun this year for sure I love that um vision board alchemy was pretty interesting I think it was nice to just I've only done one vision board before this year I think last year was my first year that I tried it Mm -hmm. and I had it like set as my desktop background the whole year I just found it to be really nice because every time you open your computer or like any screens that you use regularly it's just right there Mm -hmm. and I think whether consciously or subconsciously it like drills those ideas and those concepts into your brain and lets you dream Mm -hmm. which as much as we shit on our manifestations Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the last episode I was actually revisiting my vision board last year Uh of feelings that I wanted to evoke Mm -hmm. like I will say I don't know how far we want to dive into it yet but I think there's different approaches with vision boards whether you approach it from just a state of curating images to make you feel something or like evoke the feelings that you want to have in this coming year or if it's like 
literal thing. This is the camera I want to buy. There's <laughs> exactly. like an FX6 on my vision board. There's a dog yeah. on my, like, yeah. Yeah, like actual specific things. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I think it depends on that too, which I always go down the feeling route. Me too. But something that she said uh-huh. in her training, Manny Babe. Manny Babe. She said it should evoke, fe- evoke feeling. And if it doesn't, don't pick that image. Exactly. your brain speaks in feelings and like pictures Mm -hmm. and it doesn't understand it's not like words or logic so yeah which to that point of living a year with my previous one and revisiting it and looking at it again there were actually like a lot of feelings on there that I did experience this year and have Mm. and there was actually I remember when I took this picture there's like a picture of dog with sunglasses on in Mm. like a car or like laying down in the car and it's weird when you have those moments on there, those feelings, because that I that happened to me when I took a picture of Rosie, and it was like such a subconscious thing, but it mm. actually mirrored the image that was on my, oh my gosh. mood board a, like a couple months ago, wow, or a month or two ago. And I think those moments, <clears throat> even though the big ones, like these huge goals and manifestations that we talked about, revisiting my one that I just did, I was like, oh, this is actually really cool because there was like things that I had about going to Amsterdam for my tattoo on there and like Aww. certain things that I'm like, wait, that actually did happen. So I really do believe in the process. Yeah. I do believe in sitting down and doing it. Um, I took some notes on having finished the little mini course of like my thoughts on it. Ooh. Um, and <coughs> I found actually one of the most interesting things, which I kind of want to think, I think I love the, practice and like the ritual of doing it at the beginning of the year but something they talked about was the timeline of boards Mm -hmm. is you can do like a three-year timeline board a five-year timeline board which I think in my head and what we just talked about with our last episode I'm like oh well if it didn't happen that year then kind of like out of sight out of mind can't put that back on this board Mm -hmm. so I think that actually really opened up my mind to certain things because I'm like oh yeah, I, I don't think I need to be so locked in this singular year time frame totally. and like giving up on one singular thing. Mm-hmm. And she also talks about how um, if you do put a time limit of a year on it, sometimes that can feel stressful. Yeah. And like almost ruin it because you're you then know a year is coming up and you're like, oh, I didn't do that thing. And then you feel so much pressure around it. And like mm-hmm. it kind of changes your energy to a vibe of like really wanting and needing it instead of just like a desire, you know? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really interesting too. Cause there was Mm -hmm. stuff that I was like, I don't want to put that on my vision board yet. Like that's a really (laughs) big dream. And I don't want to like be like, I don't want to feel embarrassed at the end of the year if I didn't hit it. But then, yeah, I had the same thought of like, this can be a three to five year vision board. It doesn't, and I can add to it in next year or the next year. That's what I love too, is you can always (coughs) change and update it. It's funny cause these are like, they feel like such surface level or common things that you should already know. But I also think as such a goal-oriented person, and I could speak for both of us in that, it's like you get so married to this thing that you have a hard time letting go of it or Mm -hmm. accepting that maybe your wants or your goals changed. Like you talked about for 2023, you were like, some of these things have changed and I'm okay with that not having happened for me because the direction shifted. Um, So I think I like the idea of constantly being able to update it too. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad you're going through this. I feel I literally almost like wrote down a 
like her exact thing and was going to share it. And I was like, oh, that's uh, literally <laughs> plagiarizing her course. So we cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> These are just things that I'm picking up on that oh, I sure. want to bring into. Yes. I love that. Um, I love how she even, not to cut you off, but how she even talked about like what a desire is. So yeah. going, she talks about like going into creating your vision boards, you're thinking about the things you want and desire. And I don't know what it is, why we're programmed to think that like desires are bad or that they're not attainable or that you don't get to have your dreams or you don't get to do the things you actually want. But it is, it was so true. It was like hard for me to undo that thought of it is okay to have desires. And in mm-hmm. fact, it's the universe wanting you to do those things that's why that desire is in your heart and it's like your intuition. And the more you listen to it, the more you're going to be doing what you were supposed to be here doing, which is, Mm -hmm. I don't know why that is just mind blowing to me. I know it's so, I even feel, I feel like there's so much pressure when it comes down around it too, is even just the experience of sitting down and making it and how you and I really wanted to be in the right mindset to create it. I think I also feel this pressure to feel like I need to have a vision for every part of my life or, Mm -hmm. Oh, like, owe something on my vision board to every part of my life like it's Mm. I'm I'm not giving something enough attention or willingly turning a blind eye away from it Mm -hmm. but I think I just rethought about how I even want to think about vision boards in the first place Mm -hmm. is in my head it feels like it has to be this pressure of this all-encompassing thing where it's like someone looks at it and they understand me fully Mm -hmm. and I'm like it, it comes down to this need of self-expression and especially when it comes to making something semi-creative or artful, mm-hmm. I can overthink it, that mm-hmm. it can actually like shut down my creativity or my processes. So I just kind of leaned into emotions and where they were taking me and really only focused on kind of like a singular facet you. of my life. Yeah. <coughs> but when I looked back at my vision board, I was like, what did I just make? But then I, I sat down again and I was just like, blowing up Pinterest with pins to keep adding to it that I can Mm -hmm. filter things in and out but it really is just the evoking of a feeling Mm -hmm. as opposed to like picking out different images and saying oh this is for this this is for this this is why I chose this yeah but um there was something else I wrote down too I just need to reread the note to see what I was saying uh ooh um Something I learned too is if you feel like you're having fears or emotions come up or things that are diverting you from it, like I think last year felt so heavy in various aspects because I think I was on the brink, like I've said, a transition. So I was looking at my vision board and it's like new and exciting and none of these things have happened in the year yet that I'm like, everything is going to feel this way. Everything's going to be this way. I'm going to seamlessly chase my goals. All I have to do is X, Y, Z. And when certain things started surfacing or like fears were coming up in that process, I was starting to think that I was just in disalignment with all these things where I'm Mm -hmm. like, is this meant to be? Am I pushing too hard for something? Am I like doubting this? But I think something I loved too was the discussion of fear being a part of the manifestation process, mm-hmm. that it's actually a part of s- leading you to your end goal and mm-hmm. how nonlinear that process is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She talks about like you, you basically like start with defining what it is you actually want. And then um, you like, I can't remember what the second step was, but the third step was 
working around your fears and limiting beliefs in mm-hmm. conflicts around those things, mm-hmm. which I, yeah, I think is so helpful because sometimes, yeah, you're like, is this just not for me if I have so much fear around it? And it's like, no, you got to work through those fears and limiting beliefs so that you can manifest it. But that's, yeah. that's probably the hardest part, like mm-hmm. in the number one thing that blocks you from being able to manifest. It's like, that's like therapy and oh, yeah. <laughs> lots of self work to get through those. And it's a very long process, mm-hmm. but how, was because you just made yours this morning mm-hmm. right so like how did it feel how was the experience I was surprised at how different it feels to write down goals mm-hmm. versus make a vision board mm. I found the goals were all tangible things I wanted to accomplish like like one of my goals for example is take an acting class mm-hmm. but then my vision board it's not like I like have an acting <laughs> class in my vision board it's like yeah I want to feel confident I want to f- I want to direct like it's mm-hmm. like thing it was again like you said way more feeling based Mm -hmm. but I actually liked it because it brought it back to what matters and something that Catherine Zinkina says all the time too is she always wants you to say how you want it to feel because that's really what you want you don't want the actual tangible thing you want the feeling that that thing is going to give you exactly so I liked that the vision board kind of brings you back to what are those things going to make you feel and that's what you really want Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah so I liked the idea. I liked having goals and a vision board because it's like, here's the actual tangible things I want to do, but here's all of the feelings that I want out of those goals. Yes. I guess. Love it. I think before, because I want to read through some, depending on how much we want to share, read through some 2024 goals, goals, <laughs> <laughs> and then talk about how that translated into our vision board. But something that I would challenge every single person listening to do is download your human design chart Mm. dive into human design it's something I've heard about for a while and I think there was years ago um that I barely just scratched the surface of it and I just it wasn't really intriguing to me at that time Mm -hmm. um but something when it comes to manifestation too that I think is a really important distinction and thing to understand is that people manifest differently. Yeah. And I think people goal set differently. So you just finding a system that actually works and knowing it's, o- it's okay if you don't know exactly what the end goal or the manifestation looks like, it can dial back to your human design chart, mm-hmm. which can specify like what energy type you are. It uh, talks about th- the gifts that you bring into this world and your natural talents and abilities. And when you're in alignment with those, you're showing up as your best self. And then that you're then on that much greater progression to actually accomplishing your goals. Mm -hmm. And one of the interesting things in there is it talks about if you're a specific or non-specific manifester, which I think is so interesting because I always felt like something was wrong when I couldn't say exactly what it is I'm going for, but I know the feeling or like the the end goal or desire that I'm Mm -hmm. headed towards. And I think, it just happens for different people. They can be way more specific in those areas or not. Yeah, that was so comforting. I was also non-specific, which is so comforting because they talk about when the first thing they say when like you do your human design and if you are non-specific, the first thing it says about non-specific is like you feel so much pressure because it is part of our just normal society to be like, where are you headed and what are your goals and why? And like, what are the specific steps that you're going to take to get there and mm-hmm. reverse engineer it? And it's, it's so uncomfortable for someone that doesn't work that way. And that's always how I felt too. I'm always like, I have general direction and general ideas and things right in front of me that I want to do, but 
big picture, I don't know. Like exactly. There's and and I it, that's proven to be a good thing for me. There's stuff that's happened that I could not have fathomed because I didn't know that that was a thing yet. And mm-hmm. if I would have had a specific goal, I wouldn't have discovered some of the things I've discovered. So I think that's fine. Which even when I was reading about this and not knowing any part of your chart yet, which I still want to actually read through, but I was thinking of you when I was even reading through mine, because just even in your discussion of your goals for this year, you're like, I'm just going to try things that are sparking my interest. And I don't know what the end goal is in that. It's not like I'm taking an acting class to become an actor. It's like I'm taking an acting class because I think it will unleash these certain things in me or open my eyes to an understanding of my job from a different perspective. And I think that also goes into human design too, especially when it's talking about your energy type Mm. um, and how you just show up in the world and what sparks joy and how you're best at decision making Mm -hmm. and something that you and I share that way is really um, listening to and trusting your gut to make the decisions. Mm -hmm. And when you have something that sparks like a hard yes in you, it's because you are being guided to see like, Hey, maybe this is a path I should go down and listen to. And so I feel like it almost just gave me this foundation of better understanding to work from where it's like, in our head, we can start to discover and kind of understand these things about ourselves, mm-hmm. but we don't know why, and we don't know if it's something that we need to listen to or lean into or not. Yeah. But I also don't get overwhelmed. I will link all these things in the show notes yes. for people who are like, wait, what the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> um, we took the Vision Board Alchemy course by Manifestation Babe, and then dove into human design which there's a lot of different resources to do that mm-hmm. with okay let's talk about our goals nice talk about goals i'm excited <laughs> you mentioned just a couple of them but i feel like it deserved its own episode to really talk through them yeah that way you guys can feel like you're on this journey with us and yeah. you could even i want this should just be a little accountability group yeah ask us about them and it, send it's us vulnerable yours. to say them out loud because then it's like okay oh wow i'm yep. like saying this mm-hmm Okay, for film, I have I want to write and direct a short, Woo-hoo. which is crazy. I never thought I would want to do that. Like that is a very new thing for I would have if you told me two years ago that I would write or direct a short, I'd be like, why would I ever do that? Mm-hmm. So that's a new one. I want to do a passion project every quarter, Love which it. is a lot of passion projects, and I want to DP at least two of them. Mm-hmm. I want to take acting classes. I want to get on another feature film. I don't care what role. I just want to be on one because they're fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to grow a personal brand. So, yeah, I've thought a ton about this of, like, do I want to grow a full-blown production company? Do I want to grow an agency? Do I want to be a freelance DP or director? And I really think I I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> back to what we were just saying, but... I think I do want to grow more of a personal brand so that I can write and direct my own things, but also like get hired to direct or DP different things. Mm -hmm. Um, Which even saying DP is like so uncomfortable for me. (laughs) I've told Katie that and I don't know why I feel like so many limiting beliefs around ever calling myself a DP, even though I know I could do it. It just, it feels like wildly uncomfortable to me, but I'm getting used to just, Mm -hmm 
being able to own that and believe I can do which that. Which anyone who is not in film are familiar with it. DP is director of photography, which is the person that films. <laughs> yeah, the person on the camera. Well, I mean, it depends on the size of the set because sometimes they don't film if it's big enough. But yeah, I don't know why it just feels like a very scary, big, important role. Like directing feels more comfortable for me, but I don't want to not DP just because it scares me mm-hmm. and just because I feel a little more incapable, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then I do want to host a workshop as well. Love it. And then for work wives, I have, I want us to get sponsors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to grow our community and following and I want to do events and meetups and probably like take marketing more seriously. (laughs) Yeah. And then fitness. I want to gain five to eight pounds of muscle thrust 400 pounds <laughs> <laughs> which she's hit just hit a new pr she's getting close yep i'm at 325 right now baby we don't stop till this ass class <laughs> that's my motto and then i want to do another mountain biking race Woo! a legit one not with kids this time <laughs> <laughs> an adult mountain biking race personal growth i said i just want to try a ton of new things just whatever sparks my interest whether mm-hmm. it's and we've talked about this recently which i'm so excited about is we are just going to take a shit ton of classes and just do whatever the fuck we want to do. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey guys, you want to do a pottery class with me? Yeah. You want to do a karate class with me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You want to do, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to try all the things. Mm -hmm. I want to read. I think I'm going to change that to 30 books. I had 25. That's literally insane to me. (laughs) So I think I read around 20 a year. So 25 was like, that's not even that much more. I'm going to do 30. I want to do a lot of worthiness work. That Mm -hmm. is my number one just, I don't know. That's the the thorn in my side for Mm -hmm. my entire life is genuinely not knowing my worth and not feeling like I'm worth much. And I really want to work on that. I don't want to feel like that anymore. And it's really like I know a lot of people hearing me say that are like, what? Like I would never know. And it's like, yeah, that's because I'm really good at hiding it, but I really do want to work on that. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to spend more time outside and I want to write. I love that. That's very good. All encompassing and also very attainable. Yeah. Like in the best way. I think it's like, it's the, not like I'm anyone sitting here to judge, but hearing the whole list for it's the first time, it feels so different than what your goals were last year and just all encompassing of like just a full soul tank, you know, of these are the things that I'm going to focus on that I know are going to make me feel good and happy and jazzed about life Mm -hmm. and also some really fun challenges Mm -hmm. to put yourself in that I think are going to be really amazing for you yeah that's why literally none of them are around money which Mm -hmm. is crazy because last year they were like all around money (laughs) and Mm -hmm. because I've I think I said this last time but because I'm coming out of a year that was focused on money I'm just like oh I don't know why I thought money would make me feel any certain like any way at all it Mm -hmm. doesn't it like if I actually felt the feelings that all of these things would give me I would be so fucking happy. Like, I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about money. I want to be able to pay my bills. I don't yeah. want to be, like, stressed about money. I don't want to be barely scrounging by by any means. But I also don't need to make more than I did this year. I don't need to, mm-hmm. like, make $500,000. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But it's just not going to be a goal for me this year. I think that's awesome. That's, and money is a byproduct of all those things. Yeah. So. 
and that's gonna be how I get rich. Yes, people are like, she is a fantastic hobbyist. <laughs> a lot of hobbies. <laughs> um, okay, let's pull these babies up. Right, okay, so this is a different approach that I took to my goals, and I'm a big key gal, so I did this in a way that's like, how can I? have this not just be a sheet that I write on and don't look at again like I need to interact with it so I made this little google doc and I saw this tiktok video the other day of a woman who was like I was just in a room of really successful people recently and we were talking about how to write your goals in a way that you can actually attain them and Mm -hmm. she said one of the most standout things I need I hope I liked that video so I could link her below but she said one of the standout things is that all successful people or the people I had conversations with break up their goals in quarters. Mm. So instead of thinking of the year where it's like, I want to do this by the end of the year. And I noticed I did this last year is there's, you have this timeline in your head and the timeline feels longer than it actually is. So Mm. what I did is I like color coded every one of my goals by quarter. Wow. So I can know if I'm on track for the year. That's so smart because it's true when it's a year, you're like, oh, I have time, I have time, I have time. And then all of a sudden you don't have time. And when you have so many things, it's like it can almost feel overwhelming knowing where to start or what is a good use of your time right now. So Mm. focusing on it by quarters and even in my mindset, having written this last week, I was like, I feel like I know what my purpose is every day going into work that I'm just like, okay, I didn't make this shit happen and I'm sick of sitting on this idea. So I'm going to make this happen and this is when it's going to be done by. And then I know what goals I can are my primary focus now, which ones are secondary, which ones are year long of like mm-hmm. overall, overall health, well being. those can be year long things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wasn't really hyper specific to be sure to carry like, I thought about areas of my life, but I also just left a lot of breath room Mm -hmm. because there's some really big ones in here that I'm like, if that's what I accomplished, then that is a huge win for me Mm -hmm. and just to let other things find me. So I have personal goals of just kind of like hobbies and things I want to learn. So someone who really, really inspires me is Jonas Peterson in his AI journey of I feel like I've always related so much to how he creates as an artist and to see him carry his storytelling abilities into these insanely gorgeous curated Mm -hmm. art collections. I've just been wanting an area of art that feels far enough to attach that I don't feel like I need to make anything of it. It's like, let me just dive in. So Mm -hmm. I want to explore with mid journey and create a series of something fun I love that because it feels really foreign I don't know like AI really scares me because I don't know anything about it mm-hmm. but I just want to work on creating visions from my head and oh see God, what they that. are that's amazing um I also <laughs> have a really hard time going on solo walks because I carry a lot of like guilt with me by not taking the dogs so mm-hmm. I just have go on solo walks no yeah. expectations just go hot girl walks love. hot girl walks and then I want to let a new hobby find me with no expectations of what it is So don't know what I'm searching for, but I'll know it when I find it because something in my human design chart said that I do really well in stillness. And like, as a creative, I need to have stillness in my life to let my creativity like blossom and Mm. find itself. So I found as I was going into my goal setting, I was like, let's not pack this to the brim 
let's just name the things that I feel called to do right now. Mm -hmm. And then I can always add to it. Love that. Um, Nick and I are also wanting to start a family. So that Mm -hmm. is the first time I've said that out loud Mm -hmm. (laughs) and hoping that can happen for us this year. Um, I have for professional to launch my course, Blink Films course by the end of Q1. Um, and then launch a second course idea that I have by the end of Q2. Mm. So two courses by mid-year. Wow, I didn't know there was a second um, one. You know the second one. What? It's like, I'll, I'll tell you about it okay. after. Um, get out of backlog, obviously. That's going to be a done deal. I So beyond Jill, I am like an even the tiniest little lowest part of the bucket of feeling insane imposter syndrome about this <laughs> because I have not spent any time on sets, mm-hmm. but I want to d- direct a project and art direct a project. Love. Um, I want for us to enter a film competition. Ooh, love. And get a sponsor for work wives. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not any set financial goals, but financial freedom goals. Mm. Uh, just because I think I carried a lot, which I've talked a little bit about, a ton of financial stress mm-hmm. over the last year just through this transition in business. So lots of financial freedom goals. Mm-hmm. Um, education. I am the person that like buys courses and then I don't have the time <laughs> to do them. So mm-hmm. I have the different quarters that I'm going to complete the courses nice. that I'm in. Good. <laughs> um, and then I have like a mental and spiritual health part of the books that I want to read and the quarters that I'm going to read them in. I'm nowhere near the amount of books that Jill reads, but I was telling her, I like have such a hard time reading fantasy books because I always think I need to be doing self-help of some sort. It is self-help. It, is it self-help. literally is self-help. Akatar um, baby. So if I read like five or six books this year, I will be fucking stoked. So I have some books on there. Um, And I think just always, I have just continued deep awareness of the things that feed my energy versus taint it and always recenter on what feeds it. I also want to get more into meditation, which sounds so like classic. Classic. That's a normal thing to put on goals. Oh, it's so good for you. I need to silence my brain. Um, Those ones are basic. Also, I have some house goals, like our master bedroom needs to be designed and that's a Q4 goal for me. So (laughs) that that. one's on there, but it's later. Mm. So none of those are crazy, but then I took them and then I separated them by quarters and now I can just see my map that I'm on track. I'm going to need to do that. Which is really nice. Mm -hmm. I need to separate I I think you should try that because you have awesome ones, but it's like, do I want to find a bike race right now or in Mm -hmm. the fall? Like Mm -hmm. then if you just set when that's a normal time to do all happen in Q4. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. And you can separate yeah. it all out. Oh, I like that a lot. That's so good. Yeah. And also very attainable. I think we can do these. Yeah. The courses <laughs> really are like my h- hugest, my thorn in my side this year. Mm-hmm. Like I think there has been so much fear around it and it's exposed a lot of insecurities in myself too of like just what am I qualified enough to do? And I'm just like, I think there's just a lot of feelings you and I both personally and professionally that ca- we carry, 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 carry and like try and dig at and work on mm-hmm. that I think to just open the space to make like that known put out in the world. Like, hey, this is what I still really struggle with day in and day out. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be amazing. Yes, I totally agree. I think like, yeah, we. I think we're both very aware of things we want to work on, but 
yeah, it's another thing to be like, okay, I'm going to go fucking through it and actually go through <laughs> yeah. the hard shit in front of everyone to, yes. to actually get through this shit. And it's, it's easier said than done for sure. Yeah. Okay. I want to see your Vigi. My Vigi. Yahoo. Okay. We'll share this. Yeah. We'll put these on screen, which I, f- that honestly feels like the most vulnerable thing out of all it of this. So vulnerable. <laughs> There's stuff that like aren't in my goals that will be on here, but cause I didn't know until I was doing it, but wow <laughs> okay so oh, stop sundance film festival <laughs> fuck yeah dude is on there that's like a <laughs> oh my that god that might be a 10-year vision board but it's fucking on there baby wow i um, love it and then i have mountain biking of course mm-hmm. i just like mountain biking this one is just a film crew like outside i don't know what it means but i just kind of want i want to be running crews whether i'm dping or directing or whatever it is Mm -hmm. in cool settings just doing like cool projects um this is a film screening and this is going to be all of our friends watching a film that we made (laughs) (laughs) this says no risk no story that just means i'm just continuing to be comfortable in risk and knowing that it's all going to be worth it Mm -hmm. um this is two kids swinging which just like reminds me and brings me back to my forever life motto that life should just be really fun Mm -hmm. and we should just be enjoying every second of it which also why is why this says just for fun I genuinely want to think about life like it's just like a simulation (laughs) and that it's just meant to be super fucking fun and wild and a roller coaster and it's not that serious Mm -hmm. um this is just outside because I want to be outside more Mm -hmm is someone directing this is me actually with a camera so um, just with the dp stuff again this one says you are enough so again on that worthiness work just working on feeling like i'm enough this one's saying i am mine before i'm ever anyone else's which i love um just again i think like to me that means just owning my own independence and continuing to honor myself and respect myself and my own interests and all that jazz Mm -hmm. this is actually like a very specific short that i want to (laughs) make like this is like inspiration for that um this is someone crying because i want to cry more (laughs) (laughs) and i want to like get more in touch with my own pain and emotions and like not be afraid of it Mm -hmm. um this one says i'm powerful that's like one of my the biggest compliments anyone can ever say to me is like you're so powerful like i fucking love that Mm -hmm. and i want to own that this is a girl flexing because I just want to be strong. This is a text from me to you <laughs> saying, holy shit, dude, we fucking did it. It was all worth it. <laughs> and I don't know what it's going to be about. <laughs> this is us oh. <laughs> just being best friends and enjoying life and always being by each other's sides. And then this one over here is I, it's just like a feeling of being like safe mm-hmm. in love. Wow. But yeah. That's so beautiful. Has a little teary-eyed over here. (laughs) (laughs) It all feels so real because seeing you, I like. I don't even think vision boards. There should never be feedback on them, but Mm -hmm. because it's just your own intimate experience when you create it, Mm -hmm. and anyone can look at it and not understand it. But as someone who loves you so deeply, Mm -hmm. it feels so representative of like conversations in motion Mm -hmm. and like your values imprinted in the base of of there and like Mm -hmm. it it feels like a whole lifeline and board of just 
this is what I care about and this is who I want to be and this mm-hmm. is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, it's so pretty. It's fun. It feels, I like, I really like it. I've, again, never done it before, mm-hmm. but I really, I actually really like looking at it. It does feel very representative of me and all the things I want. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Okay, let's see yours. Um, I have so many thoughts on my vision board because I loved the feeling of like curating the images and then like I said I focused just on a very specific it was like a theme Mm -hmm. I think for my vision board I went words I want to carry into this year are like release surrender peace Mm -hmm. and just stillness Mm -hmm. and I I think I can just like overthink it where looking at yours I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm, it makes me want to encompass every feeling in mine, but I mm. had to lean into a singular direction. Yeah, that's good. I mean, um, it shows there's so many ways to do it. Yeah, there's so many different ways to do it. And I have like a whole just thing on Pinterest of images and images and images, but. Mm-hmm. Wow, beautiful. But it's not, I feel like it's like just concepts and feelings mm-hmm. as opposed to like you look at it and you're like, okay, what does any of this really mean? But it's just evoking a feeling. So something that kind of inspired the whole thing is what this, I feel like this year holds so much weight and excitement in the best way because it feels like an entirely new era of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love this. It says, I realized it was just the beginning of everything and the end of part one. So this is with work, like all that, is touched is turned to gold essentially and then this is us watching the end credits of our film (laughs) whatever film that is um this entire middle section to me is just play and like what Mm. i want my brain to feel like Mm, and i love that this one i don't know if it was just the song that i was listening to or when i was on pinterest but it was like the combination of those two moments is i was telling jill that I just want to expand an audience of like sharing Mm -hmm. fully and deeply. It's this guy playing piano Mm -hmm. with a whole audience in an opera house. And I just, I think there's so often where I limit myself or I'm afraid and I find so much freedom to just say it, Mm -hmm. which I feel like in our podcast, I feel when I make something So I also have this microphone here where it's just like, I want to feel empowered in my voice and continue to use my voice. Mm -hmm. Um, I have these little (laughs) foraging shroomies, which is... (laughs) I want to do a lot of shrooms this year. um, (laughs) It's inspired because Nick and I just watched the uh, fungi documentary on Netflix. (laughs) Highly recommend. But I think just like feeling like one with nature, being more outside and like Mm -hmm. digging your fingers in the earth. Mm this is just that security blanket of love and peace and safety. Hmm. Um, and this woman underwater is just how I want my body and my mind and my spirit to feel. I love that. And then directed by, because we're making moves, baby. But then I was on Pinterest and I'm just like, but wait, this is also my vision. This is my vision. So I know it's so I literally have like, I think 80 pins on Pinterest, which <laughs> I could make an unhinged board. I could make a full, I, I don't know. It's so hard. So oh, it's just that. no. That's I feel like 
you made it sound like it was going to be so conceptual that, that all that all makes sense like every single weird that your brain just like lets you feel i yes. feel like that felt so vulnerable to share I'm, i know like, sweating. It, it feels so vulnerable oh I my god um no but that's what is cool about when you th- when you're going into a vision board you think you know what you're going to put in there and yeah. then it, it's weird how much it is about just feelings you're having and like i don't it's so crazy but it, it that makes sense that that is how your brain thinks mm-hmm. that is the language your brain is thinking but that's what i love about pinterest too is you can start from a literal place or have an idea and then just the way that the board almost builds itself of having suggested images and then you feel something before you read the image. Mm-hmm. Literally, like what you're saying, it's so cool what can evoke a feeling. Because yeah. it's not like I'm searching grass or a paintbrush. <laughs> it's like, I love how this image feels. Yes, and that's how I want to feel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. It's hard not to get, like, I could have done that for like three days because oh you're my just God. like, oh, this feels this way and this feels this way. I know. It makes me want to produce like multiple that I can kind of switch out Mm-hmm. and reset but I have that set as my phone background computer background I think it's such a good practice for anyone who maybe hasn't tried yeah. or isn't familiar just give it a shot but I think we do definitely have some overarching themes yeah. and I think a lot of that is playfulness which yeah. I I missed a lot of that last year mm. of just kind of like having I th- we have had so much fun in life but just knowing like you said it's like just treat life like a fucking simulation and you're the main character in the movie. Exactly. Like your life is a movie. You're the main character. How do you want to see it play out? Yeah. And just having like a p- fun mindset about it being like this life is fucking wild. It's so cool mm-hmm. that we're allowed to do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Like we're allowed to go after shit. And even though it's absolutely terrifying and so scary, it's so cool that we're allowed to. Mm-hmm. And that life is so precious and we're so lucky that we even get to be here all and if we're going to be depressed and sad, then let's, m- we might as well go do some <laughs> shit then, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. I don't know. I just want to like have that mindset going into it of like, this is all just a fucking game, mm-hmm. you know? And we're going to, I don't know, we're going to make something out of it. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know I've, I want to say this too. I feel like these past two episodes have been like really about us. Yeah. <laughs> and it feels it makes me like crawl in my skin because I'm like, who am I to think that anyone gives a fuck about us and like what we're going through, what our goals are. And Mm -hmm. it feels so vulnerable. Like even after we turn the cameras off, I'm going to be like, (laughs) I don't know if we should share that. Who cares? (laughs) Who fucking cares? But I'm just trusting that it's going to do something, whatever it needs to do. And yeah, we are, we do want like going into this whole year of work wives we are so curious and like want to just feed and grow this community and serve you guys the best that we can. And, um, yeah. So let us know, like give us feedback. I really, I'm so curious just like what is hitting with you guys. Mm -hmm. If you like when we talk about ourselves a lot, or if you'd rather us have more specific topics or talk about business more, less Mm -hmm. about personal, like I'm just not that we're going to like base it all around what you guys want and not what comes natural to us. But I, I would love feedback is all I'm saying. You said that so well. I think I have thought about that too. And I'm not going to round about this and say the same thing you just did. I just really want to drill that point home because the way that I see it is yes, I, we definitely shift a little bit when we have guests on. It's always fully about the guests, our episodes, we can get so into Mm -hmm. sharing things very deeply. But what I hope by 
investing in that and connecting on that level is that when we continue to grow this community and invest in this community and have the opportunity for all of us to be in the same room that by us sharing this level of vulnerability, these things that feel so very real and raw that we can connect with you guys in that way. And I think that's where that curiosity comes from is I personally want to cultivate a community within work wives that we can get straight to it and mm -hmm. we can understand, understand and learn about you guys on such a deep introspective level that you don't always have a safe place to express yourself in areas of business otherwise, which is what this entire community is about. So mm -hmm. rest assured, that's why it's not just a place for us to dump for the sake of dumping. Yeah. Um, it always feels so like vulnerable being like, Oh, what the fuck? Does. Why, who do we think we are? But and then it's always great because someone always responds and is like, oh my gosh, thanks for saying this. I felt like this. And I'm like, thank God, thank you for saying yeah. that. <laughs> and if at the end of this episode, all it does is inspire you to maybe feel less pressure around New Year's goals entirely and just grant yourself the time and the little mental therapy to sit down and dream about your life for a little bit. Yeah. What's Maybe. wrong with that? So give it a shot, but let's get after it. 2024, baby. Here we go. 2024. We love you guys. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.